Welcome back to the morning nap. We're your hosts. I'm Rydell. And I'm Capron. <laughs> Be funny if we don't even call this the morning nap. This is our third episode we're recording. And I still like the name, The Morning Nap, but That's it would cute. just be funny if we're just like, oh, psych, the title, like totally something different. <laughs> Anyways, um, Rydell, so, Rydell's wearing a, like, what's this hat called? A beret? A beret. A beret. I almost said a bonnet, but it's not a bonnet. It's Ry- a beret. Rydell's wearing like one of those French hats and has Superman's logo on the top. So she's a French superwoman right now. <laughs> it's pretty damn sexy. Thank you. So in today's episode... I figured we'd talk about how we're going to raise our kids as best friends. And some of you listening, you might be like, oh, pff, impossible. Or you might be like, oh my gosh, I did that with my kids. It was amazing. Or like, I'm best friends with my siblings, etc." Mm. Um, I can say from experience, being best friends with your siblings is quite possibly one of the greatest things. And uh, so most of what I'm saying today is kind of repeated from what I've heard growing up and what my parents did with me and my brothers. Um, Who's your best friend? You. (laughs) No, out of your brothers. I love them all the same. That was such a (laughs) cop-out answer. Well, I usually jokingly always say Rocky's my favorite. I say it in front of the other brothers just to be like, but I love them all. With all your best friends. (laughs) Yeah, they're all my BFFs. And my cousins are my BFFs as well. They're my. They're actually my best friends. And they're friends for actually real. they're Capron's best friends. He's. I was their best friend. Like I think I was at the top of their list, and then I married Capron, and he swooped in and all the time. Like Gator, <laughs> the young my youngest cousin, he's texting Capron. He's like, "Hey, bro, what are you doing? Like, want to smash? Want to smash? Which is <laughs> we play video, video game games called Smash Bros. <laughs> um, wait, can I just chime in? Yeah. I asked Shore and Angie, mm-hmm. the son, the the father and mother of the G's, and uh, I asked if I can move in. <laughs> And they said yes. <laughs> you pretty much already live there. I know. <laughs> but I just wanted to let you know that there might be a little bit of a change coming soon. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, Cameron's like, um, babe, I'm going to go to the G's. Uh, okay, bye. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, honey, have fun. But I love that he's with my cousins because I know they're like the greatest humans ever. And they're so nice. And I know that they have so much fun. And he's literally like their fifth brother. And Hi. Yeah, they just have a blast. So And they're best friends. Like I'm not kidding. When I'm at their house, the reason why I brought it up is because when I'm at their house, they're always giggling and laughing and if they get into an altercation or they're they confront each other and they figure it out and they laugh about it and they figure it out. Like seriously, it's just uh, a beautiful thing to be able to experience seeing these young kids grow up and turn into adults and be best friends in the process. Mm-hmm. Cuz they make me laugh. And they laugh in the process. They're probably the funniest people ever. They literally are. Next to Rocky, oh. my favorite brother. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to um, expose for that one. We love it. I say it in a couple vlogs, too. You do say it. I do. I think you could probably make a funny compilation. Like, Rocky's my favorite. You're my favorite. And I say it to him. I say, Rocky, you're my favorite. <laughs> yeah, you say it with the W. Do it again. Woggy. That's Woggy. how I text him, too. W-O-G-G-I-E. Oh, you say I say, hello, Woggy. That's cute. That's how I text it. So, babe, how are we going to raise our kids to be best friends? So, okay, a couple things. So, I have one older brother and then three younger brothers, if you're new here. And so, (laughs) (laughs) so my older brother, Riker, him and I are about 18 months or 20 months apart or something like that. Almost two years. And um, my mom always tells the story all the time where, like, 
she brings me home from the hospital. She gives me to Riker and she's like, look, Riker, this is your best friend. And so she literally said that from the day I was born, like brought me home. She told Riker I was his best friend. And he was just like, yeah, yeah, she's my best friend. And so, and then she did that, you know, and then she brought Rocky. She's like, here's your best friend, Rocky. And it was just a continuous thing. And I think what helps and you don't have to be close in age, but I do think um, my brothers and I are all a year apart. And I do think that helps because it was just like, boom, boom, boom. We all could do everything together because we were close in age. And so my mom always said, keep your oldest as young as possible for as long as you can, because your youngest will be doing everything your oldest does. That's so accurate. You know, I was having this conversation at the skate park with uh, this older brother and his younger brothers five years apart. Mm -hmm. So they missed middle school, high school together. And when he's an adult, he doesn't want to hang with just his little brother's younger friends because he's chasing his dreams and endeavors and needs to go to work and mm -hmm. has a, a full-time job and he wants to go to college, like that sort of stuff. So almost like their lines don't align. Uh, uh, their lives don't align. Right, they're already like on different stages in their life. And what makes it beautiful is that if you have brothers in between that gap, it brings everyone together. Mm -hmm. So if you were five years apart from your oldest brother, but you have three brothers in between or sisters, it's just such a beautiful experience because you can do it all together. You have a team no matter where you go. Mm -hmm. So I just thought that was cool. I like that. It literally applied to a, a real life conversation I had. Mm -hmm. What's so cool about, about most of the things um, as far as parenting goes is I feel like Caper and I are so very much on the same page with really everything and, and I'm a yes man for her. And he really is. And he he's I'm more strongly opinionated and more of like a control freak freak like and more of a control freak. Like this is what we're doing. And and Caprin, um, the best thing about him is he like he kind of sees it. He sees it in action. He sees how it has worked like with my cousins and and my brothers and I. And so he's he's very open and just kind of like like you said, he's a yes man. And so, yeah. And I appreciate like a, you. Yeah, of course. It's not like a, I'll call her out on her shit though if if stuff goes sideways or it feels uncomfortable. But uh, I'm always looking for the reason behind her thought process because there's always a reason. And if I can't see it, then I just keep asking questions or I see it in person. Mm -hmm. I simp over you. <laughs> <laughs> but what's good is like you're not like whipped. You're, I'm definitely you're not just, whipped. You're just a good husband and you're respectful. We trade the pants evenly which is my favorite way to put it <laughs> is that she's in charge at certain moments and i'm in charge at certain moments i like that and it's just a very romantic relationship this is so sexy talking to each other and staring <laughs> into each other's he eyes says that every episode. i don't know why it's just so romantic <laughs> it's almost like we don't talk all week except for the podcast <laughs> yeah because it's so it gets, i'm just kidding we're doing stuff along we do talk but we don't get to talk for like this, this long intensity or long of a mm -hmm. period unless we go for a walk that's when we really oh, like get yeah. our good walks or do that good talks in um another another thing that um another favorite thing of mine that my mom did specifically is we did everything together which is which is rare um i feel like a lot of families maybe they want like individuality for their kids so like this per this kid does ballet and then this kid does soccer and everyone kind of has their own thing worried that maybe their kids won't have individuality where um and but I feel like with my brothers and I like we still all have our own personalities we still have our own things but we have so much in common as well so basically like 
if Riker played hockey, all of us played hockey. Or I figure skated. My dad, or who was it? My mom didn't want me to play hockey. She wanted me to keep all my teeth. (laughs) (laughs) But then if I played soccer, we all played soccer on a team, etc. And so that was just a really fun and easy way to keep us as a unit. Like we did everything together. And it wasn't like we were like ever sick of each other. We just grew up being used to that. And then, you know, 10 years, 20 years later when we're on, we all work together still, we're on tour um, we, on our work days, we're together all day. And then even on our off day, we're like group texting each other. Like, Hey, you guys want to go to the movie? You want to go to an escape room? Let's hang out. What are you guys doing? Uh, what time are you guys going to lunch? Like we still are all together. Um, and the, the, not like this. a codependent thing. Like but we just enjoy each other's company. Can I add on? Um, so if you have two kids, it's easier to have them have individual things. If you have six kids, having six individual things is nearly impossible. It's harder so, for sure. I mean, Yes, there is a lack of individuality, but I think what you gain is more valuable, and that is learning how to be empowered in a group and be a part of a group, part of something bigger than yourself. I just think there's a lot of beauty in that because mm-hmm. individuality can, can only get you so far. Like you just by yourself completing a task because that's something I've struggled with my whole life. And that's one thing I found very attractive about Rydell's family. Another big reason why I married her was because of her family was seeing the group strength and teaching me that I don't have to do it all myself. But of course, if our kids have little interests, like one wants to collect bugs and and this little oh, yeah. girl wants to go uh, drive a sports car and drift, like we're totally cool with all that. Of course. We'll support it all and let them try because I want them to try everything. I want them to dip their fingers in every single possible thing that they're interested in mm-hmm. and then they can take the torch and then lead it themselves when they're when they're older that's how i see it I like that I like that well it's kind of hard because every single guy wants super to be a hockey player and i just don't know <laughs> if you know my mouth over eight other mouths are gonna work so <laughs> well he's still gonna we're still gonna like, have him be a scooter rider honey because that's what you do. he's a predestined hockey player <laughs> hockey is huge in my family every single person plays hockey my papa played hockey my dad started learning how to play hockey the same time as Riker. So my dad was like 30 and he can like outskate all my brothers. He's so fast on the ice. And then my uncle plays hockey, all my cousins, all my brothers. It's just like it's embedded in our blood. It's literally like their blood. <laughs> and like, I can play hockey. I play ritualistic. hockey for fun. And then we got to get capered on the ice. Yeah, and I then, have skates. Yep, he does. And uh, Super has all the hand-me-down skates. Like, we have every size of skate because it's gone through the whole family. Like, as soon as he can walk, we're going to have hockey skates on him, and he can just walk around the house with, like, the guards on. But um, And then we'll take him to the skate park, and he can go scooting with Daddy. There's some beautiful lessons to be learned there, but I don't know if I want him to be a, a person at the skate park. I just don't know if I'm ready for my son to be around that environment until we train mm. his heart. Right. Until he's, uh, you know. We just go when, like, nobody's knows. there. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. We'll start off there. And then once, I know, I just don't. The outside influence of the world can be a scary thing as a new parent. And uh, seeing, like, I mean, how somebody can influence them in a way that you don't want is can be very scary. Mm-hmm. I said to Capen the other day, I said one of the most important decisions, I think, personally, that we make as parents is who we surround our kids with because I've always been told you become who you hang around and it's like so whoever is around you they better be 
high quality, good integrity, good morals. Just, You're kind of just people. good people. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's the beautiful thing about this life is you get to choose that and control those mm-hmm. people who are around you. And if someone's around you who doesn't approve, you can learn to let them go too. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good at that. I mean, like yeah. if, if you don't bring a positive impact in my life, then I'll be like, okay, but like, bye. Yeah, I don't, I, I'm not going to have you over. I'm, you know what I mean? I agree. It doesn't, it's, you know, and it, maybe they need to just work stuff out or whatever. But like, uh, yeah, all growing up, I was just like, cool. I don't want to, I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. No offense. I've, I've, uh, separated from a, a couple of best friends. Because when I was younger, it was fun and it was laxed. And then we started growing up. And when they became adults, I'm just like, uh, we do not align. You, what you think is funny and what you think is important is the complete opposite to what I think is important. Like your focus on life is this thing. And I'm like, I'm trying to move upward, not downward. Just, you know, some people aren't meant for you. Mm-hmm. Well, and of course, you can have different like thought processes and stuff like that. Um, but it's more just about, I think it's just about the heart like for that. me mostly. So back into, uh, so back into our conversation about the kids, best friends. Oh, what was I telling you this morning? This morning, best friends. Um, that's a, that's a, like for some people, that's a huge word. Best. Uh, my, best that friend. was, um, my mom all the time growing up. She's like, what's my favorite thing? She'd say it like every day and we'd all be like, best friends. I love that. Next day. What's my favorite thing? We'd be like best friends. <laughs> and so we just knew. And, um, I told you this morning, one thing that worked really well, <clears throat> excuse me. One thing that worked really well is if we were all outside playing, if somebody like got hurt or was sad or something, all of us had to come in. So if one person came in, all of us had to come in. Okay, so say Rylan, whatever, I don't know, Rylan was sad or something. So he was starting to come in. All four of us would be like, wait, Rylan, Rylan, it's okay. Like, no, stay out here. Have fun with us. It's going to be fun. Like, you're you're doing good. Or we're sorry. Or whatever happened, whatever the situation was. So it would make us as siblings go comfort the other sibling and like make them stay and have fun with us basically because we didn't want to go inside. So it was like a whole... I, I don't know. It was a whole thing and it worked like a charm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One thing is getting me excited too about super is he's going to be the leader of all of our kids. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's kind of like the golden child, uh, the golden child crown above his head right now. And, well, and it's not even really like golden child. It's just like, what's that even it's mean? just like first bo- to me, golden child is like, Oh, like, Perfect child. It, no, it's not even that. It's where like all the attention goes to one child in the family instead of he's gonna be the spread. leader. Is what I'm. Trying he's to just say. like the oldest, and he's, he's the leader. He's like Gus leader. is the leader to the boys. Riker you know, Riker is our leader, and it's not like it, we all we all look up to Riker, and all the boys look up to Gus. It's not like it's not like a competition a thing. If that makes Sorry, sense. Sorry, I might have botched my botched it a bit. No, no, you're no, you're fine. I'm just jumping be, in. I'm just excited to to raise our leader our protector of our daughter who's soon to come, Mm. which that is just so invigorating. It gives me life. It gives me reason to get up in the morning. It really just gives me so much more because sometimes just focusing on yourself can only take you so far. That's why I love you so much. (laughs) I love you too. We're going to bring her home today. Super. This is your best Best friend. friend. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) That's going to be cool. He's going to, and then say gentle. Gentle. It's okay. <laughs> uh, That's funny. 
Um, what was I going to say earlier? Oh, I was going to say um, it's funny with uh, with like parenting stuff in general. I feel like it's all it's all relative. Like uh, every time we talk about parenting stuff, specifically I like on my channel, on my YouTube channel, I feel like I have to have like a huge disclaimer on my head. Like everything I say is just what I am going to try to do and achieve and like or like this works for me. It might not work for you. So it's just like. Everything we're saying, we're not like, you guys all need to do this. You know, we're just like talking like, hey, this is what we want to do. And it's worked well for your family, for other people that I've seen, other families I've seen. And I read your mom's book. Yeah, um, I think it's in there. I'm kind of touching on a lot of things in her book. Oh, you are? Yeah. So I read that because I want to get a grasp on, you know, who I was marrying because a mom's a good reflection of the daughter. And then I read Mark's book, who is Rydell's father. <laughs> good reflection. So I was like, wow, these are some two really kick-ass people well you know what's funny is like literally we met my dad told my dad was there when we met if you heard our origin story and like that day capron ordered his book on amazon and literally just like a, a month into dating he had read he had already read those books and i was like wow this guy this guy's imp- impressive he's uh Obsessed. He's the real deal. <laughs> he's, Obsessed with my life. He's taking this very seriously. He read these books. They're sm- I mean, they're small reads, but they're they're good and they uh, they hit the spot for sure. Uh, I like rereading them because they were they were essentially written for me. Do you know so what I mean? Cute. Like my dad wrote the book for my brothers and I. My bad dad wrote the book for me. I'm trying to I'm trying to get my uh, grammar correct because when my mamu listens to this, she's gonna be like correcting me because uh, uh, i always say me or i flopped do you know you know what i mean so you say like yeah. my brothers and i um, no so it's my brothers and me no wait it's my, brothers and, it's my brothers and i yeah anyways we're teaching our guys <laughs> that one's tricky anyways Your um, makeup's cute thanks honey i like it uh you. what was i saying you're saying i can't remember what? What oh, oh the books were written for me. So my dad wrote the book for my brothers and for me and my brothers. And so it's like, it's just a good to read back on. It's like a nice self-help book. And then my Search mom my wrote the book. book. Yep. It's That's called, called Life's, Life's Little Life's Handbook. Handbook. Sorry. And then my mom's book is called Raising Five. And that she also like wrote for me. It's like all the parenting tips. I ask her about all the time and I've heard these stories hundreds of times growing up when she's told like her sisters and her sister-in-law and stuff like that but i still it's still such a nice refresher and i love i love reading it all <sighs> yeah your mom's a a powerful woman she's Thanks, done so much and uh she's really an inspiration and i think a, a good example of like how far you can really push yourselves and push others and you know like i feel like her her like life destiny i guess you could say is to help see our kids, you know, be as happy as possible. Like it just, that's mm-hmm. like, seems like it and have a lot of animals. Yeah. She, she just has always had a lot of love to give. She's a caretaker. So that's why she has five kids, five puppies and five bunnies now. And her favorite number is five, I guess. Um, my brother Rocky wrote, had her for secret Santa this Christmas, this last Christmas. And he wrote her the sweetest note. Can you recite it? It could like literally make you cry. She was just, she was crying just like, it was so sweet. He was just like, um, one of the lines was something like, mom, like your superpower is helping everyone around you 
achieve success mm-hmm. or something like that because she is literally the fire under the entire family's ass. That's so accurate. Mainly like I and I listen to her more than it like she I always joke I'm like she's my like my bestie, my mom, my manager. <laughs> like <laughs> she gathers the family. Like she, yeah. it, she's the glue that keeps us together, which is quite beautiful. Mm-hmm. And she deserves I think more praise for that. Well, and that's the best thing about her. She doesn't ever expect yeah. praise or anything. She just she likes to do it, you know what I mean? She does it She's it's like she doesn't need fuel. She just does it because she herself is has infinite love. Mm-hmm. That's a good way to put it. She's my favorite person in yep. the world. And that's where the source of all of our parenting is <laughs> coming from is from Stormy. <laughs> Pretty much. Straight up. Um, just because I'm like, learning some, some individual stuff that, you know, Rydell and I, I'll bring up topics almost every other day just randomly about raising kids. It's just a topic we're always just checking up on to make sure we're sharp and and ready and tuned up for when Super starts digesting every word we say because he's going to be an he's going to be the exact reflection of who we are. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on myself and asking Rydell like, what can I change? What can I do? What, what mm-hmm. what's your suggestions? Because she's a smart girl, she sees it all. <laughs> Thanks, honey. That's um, that's probably one of my favorite things about you is that you're constantly looking in the mirror. And being like, okay, what can I improve about myself? And and that's huge because a lot of people, they they don't even, they can't even look in the mirror and be like, okay, what can I fix today or what can I improve on? You know, you need to be taught that or you need to learn it because mm-hmm. it's uh, it took I didn't do it and I didn't learn that until I was around nineteen twenty, and and I made a big mistake in my younger younger adulthood, and. It really taught me how to self-reflect because I'd never reflected then. So that was a good turning point for me. Mm. I love you. I love you. <laughs> See, this is good for us. This is so fun and sexy. <laughs> we started a podcast. It's like our marriage therapy. <laughs> you guys are our therapists. No, I'm just kidding. Imagine. Um, just I feel like venting. we have a strong uh, marriage. We do. It's more fun because I, I do feel like I have a lot to to say surprisingly when we first started the podcast i kind of was like like what am i going to talk about but you have a lot my, my mind does go where i sometimes feel like oh, yeah. i'm even going to trip over my words because i'm just like i I've, i need to tell them so many things <laughs> i know i know you do the same thing with our vlogs you'll just start going you literally did an intro for four minutes and my arm is sore i'm like <laughs> what else are we talking about missy uh, yeah sometimes even with or without caffeine i like if I'm on one, I can just like talk for quite a long time. One time I posted a video of me talking for just eight minutes straight. And it, I thought it was actually pretty funny. <laughs> it, was actually, so funny. it was actually pretty good. I even, I asked my subscribers, I'm like, do you guys want to like, do you want to watch a video of me talking <laughs> for eight minutes straight? They're like, yes. Actually, all the comments were so sweet too. They were like, more of this. Like I could listen to you talk all day right now. Like, you have a good oh. voice. I think positive parenting is huge. I already, I already feel like I'm gonna be doing the positive parenting thing. Um, so do which I. I've heard can like on TikTok and stuff. I feel like it's kind of looked down on, or people are like, I don't got that time, kind of time, etc. And I do think it's it's sometimes harder to be a positive parent in, in the, instead of just saying no. It's easy to just say no. It's quicker. It is much easier. But it's harder to reverse that. I very fortunately was brought up in an extremely positive home. So my brain is already wired that way. So I automatically already 
have an say advantage. the positive version yeah. of something. So like if Super hits his sister or something like that, you don't say I, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. I'm not going to say <laughs> no hitting because to me that's two negatives. You're saying no and you're saying hitting. So as a kid, they're hearing the word hit and they're hearing the word no. So when like their brain function, they're just hearing like hitting. So they're going to keep doing it. I, I just personally, I've seen it. I feel like it doesn't work. It's also a game too. And it be, no becomes a game. No, they're is like, a, ooh, it's like, Ooh, I, Oh, she said, no, let me try. I'm going to be sneaky or whatever. And so the positive form of that would be like, Oh, like my mom always said like, Oh, kisses only. Or like, Oh, high fives only. Cause then you hear, you hear kisses and then so instead of he's like this or whatever and then she says kisses he's like oh okay she's okay kisses oh Mwah. yeah i i don't know it just to me it just like it just like works that. and um well think about it you what you think is what you become mm -hmm. that's something what you you're told me. is what you're become so yep. if you're Your constantly environment is what you become exactly so knows saying the word no mm -hmm. and repeating the word of the thing you don't want to be done is another reminder Mm -hmm. of that action so the goal is to remove the thought of that yep so that the focus is what we're just we're interested in and that is positive affirmation mm -hmm. you're and a genius it's uh, all from my mom and dad <laughs> i i don't know nothing okay, um wait cool. okay you have something more important to say i was just gonna say uh, i was gonna give you another example and you can try like try this with your kids they might respond better you know what i mean and then but it, it takes consistency it's not mm -hmm. like a one-time deal yeah, you got to do it all the time. It's it, it's a consistent thing. It's like a schedule, a repetition. It's like eating dinner. Like you do it every day from six to seven. Like you want to make sure you're always, always doing it, or it mm -hmm. won't work. That's my two cents. Uh huh. The uh, another example would be like if your if your kid is running at the pool or whatever, you don't say no running because they're just like oh, oh keep running okay <laughs> you know what I mean. You say like oh walking please or walking only. And I know so I, that might sound silly to some of you. You don't have to do it. I'm just like, that's what we're going to do. And I, I've seen it work with my cousins and my other cousins because they're mm -hmm. younger than me. So I've seen it in action and I know it works. And it's already working with Super, even though he's only 10 months old. And you might be like, oh, he like doesn't understand anything yet. I feel like he already is understanding like the positive affirmations and it's just like an energy thing if i'm saying no oh uh, uh, like i can't oh my super why'd you do that like it's so like negative and dark that energy they immediately feel that and sense that and if you're you know i feel like they're hypersensitive to emotions too mm -hmm. they, they were doing this study where there's this child in a room with a stranger and the mom and the parents were in the room uh not with the child though so the child's at the desk the stranger comes in and starts reacting like, like furiously being angry, harsh tone. And you can see that the child almost absorbed that energy mm -hmm. and reacted to it in a way so that they would blend into the environment so that the girl was then like, you know, she was crossing her arms. Her body language was telling her that she's not going to let anybody in. She's going to be quiet. She's not going to respond to any questions that were asked to her. And then the moment the mom came in and gave her the positive affirmation, she opened back up. Mm. So that's just uh, how influenced, um, that's how easily you can influence a child. Yes. Especially when they're little, they're like sponges. Oh my God. Uh, you know, everything, they're, so they're taking in so much information. They're and, ready to learn. Um, and they so don't realize they're doing it too. Exactly. They're so building you, their habits. Like you'd want it to be as positive and happy as possible 
Oh, high fives. Therefore, yes. then you have a happy, happy baby, happy and positive baby. I like that. I okay. Think. I want to wrap it up with this question. Okay. All right. Who's going to be the strict parent? I, you or me? I think I will, but okay. I will be strictly positive. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I'll be more like, I feel like, so say the time comes like when they do have phones, I feel like you'll be like, oh, it's okay. Like they could take them in their room and, and have them till midnight. And I'll be like, nope, phone's in the basket, 7 p.m. You know what I mean? That sounds right. That sounds right. <laughs> like, how, these are you, the how do you think I'm going to be? I just said. <laughs> I know, but give me something good. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to be so fun where you're going to be like, guys, let's go get Taco Bell right now. <laughs> Like it's midnight and like say we're like we're just having like brothers night or whatever fun family night and you're like should we order pizza and it's just like <laughs> it's like a fun like oh, that no, you know dad's gonna be fat <laughs> she only <laughs> mentioned food <laughs> no uh, well, I think I think uh, I'm gonna be the best at having those one on one conversations mm-hmm. that's my big focus and uh, I think that's gonna be my superpower is it being able to have those one on one conversations and being able to uh, help the, the teeter lean in the right direction of, you know, what their decision was and how to think about it and how to approach it next time and just be a guiding principle because we're not their friends, we're their parents. Yep. And that's a, a great that. saying that your your mom passed forward because it's so hard to bridge that gap. You want to be friends, especially when they get older and they're like, oh, I can loosen up. But it, mm-hmm. like you need to be their parent until they are adults yep and once they're adults you switch to friends because it's now their turn mm-hmm. um i was gonna say um i think you're a really really good listener and i think so you're I good looking like, oh well that just budged what i said <laughs> i'm like i think you're a really good listener you're beautiful <laughs> well um aside from you. him being I was just complimenting you admiring right, me like crazy thank you honey. uh i do think he's a good listener so we will have good one-on-one conversations with the kids um and what was the last thing you just said you're not their you're not their friend you're their parent yeah so and i, I think I, um, I, um, okay. my children are not my best friend you're like we're their parents we're not their friends until um, they're 18 so uh, and, and then I, we could all get loose and get crazy and get yeah. wild and yeah that was uh so my mom always said like when we were little like or i don't know if she said she didn't say this to us she would say this to other people like they don't have to like me. Like, I'm not going to have an out of control brat or whatever. She didn't say that word because that's negative. She's very positive. <laughs> but um, saying like, it's like your your kids don't have to like you. And of course, but they will. They're going to love you. But like, they don't have to like me right now. Like, if if they're not being having and coming up to our family standards, you know what I mean? No, I love I love having a family standard. That's just so cool. Mm hmm. I just, I feel like it's been growing a lot in like the surrounding families I've ran into across my life. But when I first started going out and meeting other families, there wasn't a lot of standards. Mm. I feel like nowadays it's really has risen and I, I love it because the quality of people I feel like in the, in this past decade has really skyrocketed. But yeah, best friends, best friends forever, forever and ever. We'll just uh, wish us luck. Supergirl uh, signing off. That's me. And his and her simp boyfriend. <laughs> Husband. Hey man, dab me up. GG. GG, baby, see ya.